One reality of life is that risk is ever-present. It exists in our commute to work, in our investment choices, and in our lifestyle decisions. Some risks can be transferred to an insurance company, while others we assume ourselves. Hi, I'm Larry Menjerink, Certified Financial Planner, Accredited Investment Fiduciary, and Founder of Park Lake Advisors. I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 5-Minute Finance. When you choose to bear the financial burden of an adverse event, you are engaging in self-insurance. You may self-insure by assuming the entirety of a financial risk or a portion of it. For example, the deductibles you have on your insurance policies are an expression of the portion of financial risk you're willing to assume. If you want to self-insure, you should consider two action steps. The first is to attempt to manage risks. This can be done by installing a home alarm, not texting and driving, not speeding, or simply put, not engaging in dangerous activity. The second step is to create a cash reserve to have available for expenses that are associated with any losses you may suffer. If you choose to self-insure, there are ways you can help manage your costs. The deductible you choose is one of the major factors in pricing an insurance policy. Generally, the higher the deductible, the lower the cost of insurance. You'll want to choose a deductible that can be financially affordable for you, but also provides the cost benefit that's most attractive. You can choose to selectively assume all the risk. For example, do you really need to purchase extended care warranties? Does your cell phone need extra coverage provided by your cell provider? Do you really need collision insurance on that 14-year-old automobile? If you're looking into disability insurance policy, consider lengthening the waiting time before payments begin. By choosing to wait, for example, 90 days before beginning benefit payments rather than 30 days, you're self-insuring the 60-day difference, which can potentially reduce the cost of the policy. The reserve fund you may create to pay for potential financial losses should be kept in highly liquid assets, such as a savings account or a money market account. That's it for our quick hit on self-insurance. Ultimately, the decision to self-insure and to what degree will be a function of how much risk you can afford to take on. We recommend speaking with an insurance or financial professional to help you determine what's appropriate for your circumstances. If you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at parklakeadvisors.com or phone 517-887-9905. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, and popular podcast platforms worldwide for more quick financial bites. Until next time, happy learning.